country road, take my home to the place I belong. Dallas Podcast, good podcast. Gosh, down the road, yeah. listen, dead last. Podcast. podcast. Nice. That's pretty good. That was. I do you think that was the best one? Yeah, space hell roads. Space hell roads. All roads in space lead to hell. <laughs> As we will discuss. Today. I guess that's true. How are you, Luke? Very well. How are you? I'm really sick. Yeah. So, I don't have any energy for this episode, but we're going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to get through it. I'm going to be monotone. Cool. I'm going to not remember my opinions right. <laughs> but we're going we're gonna to try to do it. I you know, gonna... power through like a slender spacecraft going through a black hole. Yeah. Like a very phallic, hot little spacecraft. Cool. You know? Yep. But, um... Yeah, the things we go that we did we did the live uh live commentary on Blood Freak, which was a fantastic movie. <laughs> I don't opinion. I don't know if it was a fantastic. It was it was fun to do another one of the live commentaries, but that movie is not fantastic. I think it's pretty good. <laughs> it's a if you don't know what Blood Freak is, it's a Christian propaganda film about uh, a Vietnam vet who gets invited to a drug party and uh, he gets addicted to weed, and then he works at a turkey farm. And uh, he eats genetically modified turkey and turns into a man turkey and needs to drink the blood of drug addicts, a.k.a. people who smoke weed recreationally to uh, in order to survive. Yeah, drug it was all, spoiler alert, it's fucking straight up Jacob's Ladder, dude. It was all a dream. Yeah, that, all a dream that, in the end. that was. I couldn't believe the, that. The marijuana had an adverse effect mixed with the drug from the turkey so he had a crazy dream it was i mean it really was just a marijuana propaganda film from yeah, the 70s because in the end he found god and right. gave up smoking herb and he, he dreamt all of it in a marijuana induced yeah. coma that's what happens when you get lifted dude yeah i mean it's legal in massachusetts now but yeah. like no, you know no, 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 no. what's well, going to be 15 days 15, 15 days. days 15 days i don't know who that was okay. must have been a spooky ghost i can't wait to blaze in mass in 15 days it's gonna be crazy Blaze in mass, yeah, duh, where we live in mass, dude. Right. So that's cool. It's cool yeah. that you said that, you know, it's a moot point. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, you're hella monotone today. Yeah, I, I feel <laughs> it's horrible. All business. I feel fucking awful. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. Let it let it lend itself to your character. I feel, yeah, yeah, does it? Yeah. My anger. The, uh, my, both of my parents told me that when I talk about Max Landis, I legitimately scared them. <laughs> it is great. Yeah, so, uh, so hopefully we'll, uh, that will continue. I'm not going to let that, you know, let them tell me what to do anymore. Maybe my parents. You'd feel out. I don't express yourself you know, towards yeah, Max Landis anymore. anymore. I'm free. Yeah. If I want to make death threats on a public podcast to a guy <laughs> who I've never met, then that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. This is an outlet. This is an outlet. For rage. For violence. This is For an rage. alt right a horror podcast. Oh, God. Don't say that. You know what I mean? No. We don't say this. The, I'm not going to say the space f word today. Oh uh, yeah, I'm yeah already, you're going to censor yourself. Yeah, we're getting woke. I'm not going to use that term on today's episode because you were very concerned about whether you're more lit or woke, and it's you're definitely more lit. Yeah, N- not woke at all. Oh, I'm much more. I'm lit the progressive than woke. one. Yeah. Oh, I'm not. Yeah. I, Except for that time, I said stop all gay marriage, but I was making mm-hmm. fun of Rastafarians. I didn't really mean it. Yeah. Well, because Rastas hate. They don't like gay people. I don't know why. Yeah, Rastafarians a pretty strict religion. Yeah, because we one time I was outside the Middle East with uh, Ama, 
and Anna is a black lady, and this just homeless Rasta comes up to us, and he's like, "You, you two. And he puts our like hands together. He's like, "See, one love. We all together. Skin don't matter. We all together." And he's putting mm. all of our hands together, and it's like, mm. "We all love each other." So I'm like, "Yeah, that's cool." And I'm like, "What about gay people though?" And he's like, "Not them." Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> like, really? Christ. Yeah, dude. Okay. <laughs> Next time a Rastafarian comes and tries to preach togetherness to me, I know where to hit him. Hell yeah! Dude. I'm gay. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. Put yeah, your hand down. It was a good move though, because he's left me alone. Yeah, that's true. Okay, homeless people. Get a house, you know? Yeah, I agree. All uh, right, podcast. <laughs> Anyways, uh, should we introduce our guest? Yeah, well, I want to mention something quick. Have you okay. uh, Have you been watching any horror movies lately? Lately? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, think I watched anything special okay. lately. So, all right, I, I watched a couple. I wanted to shout out this podcast I listen to called um, Horror Movie Podcast. It's just called that. It's very succinct and to the point. It's a very generic uh Stop and shop name, but I'll I'll, right. I'll give it to just it. accept it. It's good. It's All a good. Right. It's a good podcast. And so, um, I've been listening to this series that they've been doing on eighty slashers. Um, and they like the first episode was nineteen eighty and eighty one. The second was eighty two, eighty three, and then I've listened up to eighty five. So those three episodes that are all three hours long, over three. So I've listened to ten hours of slasher movie podcasts. Damn, dude! I spent a lot of time in the car. So that's, that's like dope. that's where I do this, and so so I listen to it, and it's pretty cool. So they just kind of go around and just bring up totally random slasher movies. They kind of give a brief synopsis. They do some feature reviews, some they just kind of skim over the plot. Sometimes they'll bring up ones that they haven't even seen, but if it has a cool poster art or something, so I'll like take notes on it and go and check them out afterwards. So the the couple that I've watched recently, have you ever seen Dark Knight of the Scarecrow? Yes, I have actually. Okay, I figured you had. That is uh that's in public domain now. Right. Well, it was made yeah, for yeah. CBS. Hell yeah. In the 80s. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. There needs to be more Scarecrow movies. It was, Yeah, it, and it's really cool. Yeah, and it's totally like PG and shit, but it's it's cool. It's a cool, creepy slash movie. I definitely recommend. Um, This other one I watched was Curtains. I think I mentioned Curtains. that to you. I've seen some of Curtains. With the creepy old lady mask with like, the, the long stringy red hair. Uh, ice skate uh, murder scene for yeah. that movie. Yeah, that scene lasts like 10 minutes. Hell yeah. The killer's like just skating across the ice rink for like literally five minutes and then killing her for the next five minutes. Hell yeah, dude! But he, it's cool. Do like checker? Um, no, he chased. He chases her on skates. Then she gets on like the like onto into the woods and runs away. Hides behind a tree. And the killer, who's wearing this old lady mask, her weapon of choice is a scythe. So she comes up behind her in the tree and kind of cuts her throat with the nice. scythe. Hell yeah, yeah. So curtains. It's pretty weird. It's about a bunch of women who are auditioning for a film out in a remote house in the woods and they're getting stalked by an old lady mask killer hell yeah did they talk about stage fright at all it's got a lot it's called curtains it's got a lot of like theater allegories and stuff like that movie stage fright they talk about that oh the movie stage fright it's Um, like a guy in a giant owl mask that's pretty creepy and he dances around like does ballet and kills people no i haven't that's just like a 80 slasher hell yeah it's also called aquarius is the alternate title i believe really but it's cool um no i don't think they mentioned that I'll talk about it sometime. Yeah. So shout out to a horror movie podcast. It's horror a movie cool, podcast. If, you're listening, yeah, if you want some 80 slasher info, there's over 10 hours available. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's it for me. That's all. Let's introduce our guest. Okay. Uh, from the depths of space uh, and heaven and hell alike comes uh, Dave Pappas. Hi. Hi, Dave. Hi. How are you? Round of applause. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Let's do a round of applause for you. Yeah. We, we applaud all our applause. guests here. And then you. And then me. Yep. And Luke's Luke's fine. Oh, yeah, Luke's oh, good. Oh, okay, that's fine. 
So I watched a real shit movie (laughs) this week. I mean, Um, also everyone that I've talked to this week is telling them that I'm gonna be on this podcast talking about this movie. Oh man, he's wrong. It's a shit movie. Oh boy, dude. Uh, I'm sorry. All right. Well, I mean, we'll get into it. Yeah, I hope so. This is gonna get heated. Oh, absolutely. I've got I've got notes. I've got so much charisma to pass around right now. (laughs) The monotone is just killing me. Yeah. Um. Shit, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what do you like about space, Dave? <laughs> I like that it's... Uh, this is a real Mark Maron interview. Spacious, mm-hmm. uh, considering that, you know... Does it frighten you? No, uh, not at all. Doesn't? No, no, no. Space doesn't frighten me. Uh, mm-hmm. d- death and uh, and big ships, like cruise ships and flying. Those are the three things. Well, there's a lot of that in the, in these movies. There's yeah. a lot of that. There's no cruise ships in these movies. Oh, cruise ships. Oh, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. So no. like water ships, but not spaceships. Not spaceships. spaceships I thought cool. you said crude ships. But, oh, of crude which ships. There is no. one in a yeah, right. Horizon. <laughs> it's quite crude. It's very phallic. Uh, <laughs> what if the Titanic was in space? Would that frighten uh, you? Oh, that there's a Doctor Who did an episode on yeah, that. Yeah, Futurama did an episode. Futurama did it. Yeah, yeah. So, so no, that's fine. But cruise ships harbor diseases. And 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 not not Har- harbor. Har- you make it that fun. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Uh, not not wordplay. Not a fun time. You know, it's it's a it's a it's a kind of a hell. Speed like two. It's does a speed hell. Two frighten you. Speed two does not frighten me because it's a shit movie too. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that it's be no awesome. speed one. But no. Then ghost no. ship. How about ghost ship? You ever watch that? Yeah, I mean, but that's Spooky. a ship full of ghosts. It's not really. Uh, mm. It's not not a cruise ship. How about battleship? That, yeah, that's aliens. That movie is great because when you see <laughs> that one, is Rihanna, Rihanna gets punched in the face by a fucking alien, yeah. and it's like, oh, Amen. Chris Brown all over again. Oh my god! Oh, yep, no. Jesus Christ, too very soon. insensitive. Too, too soon. Too soon. Yeah. So we're just we, gonna, just had, we had Rihanna on. So we're just gonna do this podcast about boats now instead. Boats. All right. Yeah. So I got a couple more. I can tell you about boats. I like though. Tell me your favorite type of boat. I like a uh, hundred foot hundred foot fishing vessel. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, you know, forty-five foot lobster sh- lobster boat is always mm-hmm. good. Uh, the fiberglass ones, not the wood ones, because you can't get shit for the wood ones. And uh, I really much enjoy a uh, Aegis class destroyer. I like a clipper. Hmm. The clipper. Yeah, I like a clipper. Give yeah. me a clipper. I'm a. I'm a. I'm happy. I'm a happy guy. I like old naval ships, like mm-hmm. of that and Master and Commander with Russell Crowe. Old Ironsides. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, yeah, Ironsides. Yes, yeah. I like those. Mm. Those are cool, dude. Ships, boats. Ships. So sick. Ships. I mean, if you, if you, yeah. This has been the dead last boat enthusiast podcast. Thank you for joining us. Have a good night. Can I tell you, boat enthusiasts yeah, out there, you boat, you boat boys and girls, all you maritime you, you, dreamers, non-binary boats, you boat people, now. Mm-hmm. all our Florida listeners. Hell yeah! But well, so you like you like horror movies, huh? Oh, I love horror movies. Do you? I grew up on horror movies. Absolutely. What's your favorite horror movie? Uh shit. Ship. Ship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just can't stop. Uh, oh, you just a real <laughs> well growing up to this conversation. No, let me let me hey, depth, uh, nice. boats. Let me Donald Trump project. for a second. I've had okay. a cold, so I can. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I grew up going to all of the local, uh, local, local movie movie stores. I don't know what the hell you call it. rental places. Hell yeah, and a, we video, had, we, a video we, store. We had we had local That's ones. We had we had like this local one that was called uh, Vacationland Video hmm. in North Yarmouth, Maine. And it was a house that had been turned into a movie store. And she had all the classics and then a bunch of other stuff. And my favorites ended up being the like the weird B movies that, uh, you know, kind of basically just stole everything from like a movie that was in the theaters, like maybe Head of the Family, which was just The Hills Have Eyes, but 
hillbillies in in the south mm. which is a great fucking movie hell yeah yeah, yeah. or um and then a lot of the sci-fi horror stuff the shitty sci-fi horror stuff the stuff that maybe had a ten thousand dollar budget that just is just blood and things popping out of people <laughs> do you like or dream catcher which is an amazing movie do you like dream critters catcher. critters yeah of course i love critters little sci-fi movies yeah yeah they go to space eventually. They they do go to space eventually. I mean, that's like it's like Leprechaun goes to space eventually. They all though. go to space. Hellraiser goes to space. Jason Jason, goes Jason to space. went to space. Even Alien. Uh, yeah, Freddy, Freddy didn't. Even go to Alien space. went to space. Freddy did not go to space. Soon no, he will. He will. I think the next natural progression. But uh, puppet, the puppets of Puppet Master did not go to space either. Hmm. That'd be a great movie. It would. Or Chucky. He didn't. He didn't go to space. No. It's probably for the best though, because. I don't know. I, I bet Chuck those will. movies should have stopped like after uh, four. I'm not familiar enough with those movies. We got to watch them sometime. We should. There's podcast. A, there's, we should. There's a new Chucky coming out. Ugh. I liked the last one that came out. The well, Seed of Chucky. There's, yeah. There's a no. Well, no there was Bride of Chucky. Oh, Curse of Chucky. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't see that. There's one. a very dramatic uh, chili scene that I enjoyed. We hmm. uh, we were watching it at the model the other night. Seed of Chucky. <laughs> nice. Because it is silent, obviously. So they, uh-huh. f- so they're dolls, and the dolls fuck. Yeah. And they make a baby, a baby doll. Yeah. yeah. Has his own soul, apparently. That is awesome. It is, but it's also like, what if he ever became a human? I don't know. Yeah. It's cool. Does the baby grow? No. Baby no. has an English accent though. Even he though does. No he's British. Family does. He's British. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. And he's like a Chris Angel style like ringmaster that's like harassing him, and then he kills people and then feels bad about it, and then right. he starts to love it. Right. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's you'll like it. Cool. Dude. It's entertaining enough. Yeah. yeah. This is a dynamite podcast so far. Yeah. I'm bringing the heat. Look, just because you're not feeling it doesn't mean we're not feeling you it. You guys need to step up the charisma to make up for... Well, we're having fun. The, we're talking boats. I want to get back on the boat, Doc. Boat. Uh, so, catamarans. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I, I don't know much about <laughs> catamarans. You guys are really pissing me off. All right, we'll give the floor back really to you. really pissing me Go off. Go ahead. Monotones, Sorry. boy. I don't want it. Just guys, I just want something better. Like, helicopters are fucking cool, dude. So, like, bad, cool bad movies now? We want to get on bad movies? Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Let's. Do you want to just get into it? Yeah. I think we've talked boats. This is boat talk. This has been a good boat talk. Boat, this is mm-hmm. boat we'll, talk? We'll make this an official feature part of the podcast for every podcast. All right. We'll talk, talk to our guests about what their favorite nautical vessels are. Okay. It'd be in keeping the first ever episode we did on aquatic car, all our favorite aquatic yeah, yeah. car. We did our top five. All all roads lead back to Rome, you know. Yep. But uh, let's get into the first movie. Let's get into uh, Denny Boyle's Sunshine. Sunshine, sunshine. Let's do it. Sun, won't you come? Won't you come? 
Yeah, you got you got the goods. Yeah, here's my goods. Okay, Sunshine came out in 2007. It was directed by Danny Boyle, who also has done movies like Train Spotting, 28 Days Later, and others. Love the Boiler. Love yeah. him. Yeah, he's great. Um, it was written by Alex Garland. It stars Killian Murphy. Is it Killian or Cillian? It's Cillian, 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 I believe. Is it Killian Murphy? It no. is Killian, right? No. I have my my friend Supercilious. I call him Cillian. No, he, yeah, well, he's not. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's that. Uh, Rose Byrne and Captain America. Um, it's an hour forty seven minutes, rated R. Um, IMDb synopsis is a team of international astronauts are sent on a dangerous mission to reignite the dying sun with a nuclear fission bomb in two thousand fifty seven. And uh yeah that is that's a that's about it that's what we've got here. So I uh I I watched this movie when it came out and maybe once since then. Mm-hmm. I remember I liked it and then I watched it this time and like I really really liked it this time. Hmm. I really enjoyed watching this movie. Cool. I liked it a lot. Pretty deep. Um pretty deep stuff. Well, I missed know? I missed it when it first came out. I actually really wanted to see it and I, and I missed the fuck out of it cuz it's the year I graduated high school. And there was a lot of 2007, though, right? No. Yep. Uh, so, no, I graduated in 2006. I was in college uh, experiencing, uh, you know, art and women and drugs. So, yeah. I did not go see it. But I wanted to see it because it looked amazing. And then I did see it, and it blew my fucking mind. Because right. I don't think a lot of people knew about this. You saw it in out. theaters? No, I didn't. And oh, okay. I really wish I had. Like right. that, the, After seeing it after that, I really wish I had seen it because it's right. visually... Yeah, it looks like important. it was right. Yeah. What's funny, I was just saying, because I saw, I also graduated in 2006. I was a freshman in college, but I was living with a bunch of film majors. Uh, um, there wasn't as much like women and drugs and sex and stuff. Yeah. It was just like smoking weed and watching movies. Um, of which one of them? Sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I didn't get to see it in theaters either, but I kept thinking the whole time, I was like, damn, this probably looked really fucking good on the big screen. Yeah, I, I think it was in very like limited amount of theaters. I think it really bombed. Yeah, it, it, I think oh, it, it totally well did. Me, yeah. It's such a, a very small amount of money. Yeah, let's see. Uh, which is pretty sad. Because I think even at the total gross they're at now, they haven't even recouped. Well, he had like, he had issues where it wasn't it wasn't Teddy Boyle, but the, the company in general couldn't actually pay the band who did the music. Really? So the soundtrack didn't come out for almost eight years after or something like that. It was like six to eight years. They couldn't huh. release the soundtrack. And the soundtrack the soundtrack's movie, really cool. Makes the movie. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, it looks like the uh, the budget was okay, it was in pounds. It was all filmed in England. Um, the budget was twenty six million. Wow! And the gross. Let's see. It looks really good for twenty six million dollars. Yeah, I know. Yeah, looks like it was like three million, like almost four million. Oh, Jesus! Poor Danny. Yeah. Poor Danny. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but what, what do you think about this movie, Luke? What are you, what are your thoughts? Um, yeah, I mean, I like it. You know, I, I liked it when I saw it. Um, I mean, I, it's just I like these kind of movies. I like sci-fi movies that are really cool visually, and I thought that there's there's enough there that makes it interesting and like intellectually, you know, some meat to chew on and stuff like that. Um, I love the soundtrack. I love the sound design. Um, but like, I don't know. It just kind of it, it's not. It doesn't quite reach its potential. I feel like. I feel like the third act kind of comes out of like fucking nowhere. Like, I wish they had... I like that it, it became... It, I mean, I would call this a sci-fi thriller as opposed to a sci-fi yeah, horror. Definitely. Um, but the third act definitely has elements of a horror. There is, like, a monster that's introduced. And aspects of, li- of that I really like. I like that whole gravitational distortion thing and all the things he does with the camera and the lens and how you see the monster. That's all cool, but it just 
seemed very out of left field. And I think if they had done a better job, like leading up to that, it would have been more effective. So the ending gets a little bit kind of hectic and chaotic and a little jumbled for me. But overall, I, I do like it. Yeah, I definitely think it seems like there's a piece missing from this movie because yeah. I, I guess when they were making it, there was a lot stronger themes about, you know, like, like God and atheism right. and stuff like that. And, but that the writer wanted yeah. to keep the movie, which like, if you pay attention, you can really see like what they're building, but they don't really attack that theme that much. Mm-hmm. And Danny Boyle was like, I want to make it more like, you know, palatable. So I'm going to take out kind right. of like whatever that kind of but stuff But like, is. what was his goal with that? I mean, I guess I he, know, he, he was, he wanted to reach a wider audience or whatever, yeah, but it's like, what you can w- see the structure for it and it doesn't like really pay off. Like, exactly. like right. Yeah. The especially what opens with Searle, uh, in like the the observation. That's like one of the coolest scenes. Is re- so yeah. There's a lot, lot. They open up with that, and no, yeah. The the third the third act is absolutely kind of insane and out of nowhere. Yeah. But Searle, uh, beginning with that, him talk, talking about touching the hand of God and all that, and and in trying to figure out where you know his place is in the ship and in the universe. I guess you don't really gather that, but you can kind of guess that from looking at it. He's he's the only one on the ship kind of that gets it, as it were. Yeah. Whereas everyone else is kind of just, uh, oh, yeah, we're, we're going to go save the planet. And then that whole theme of him kind of having this this hyper understanding of the universe and what's going on where everyone else is just a clueless like asshole. Hmm. It, it it You have to look at it in different perspectives and you have to watch it with multiple perspectives perspectives because yeah. if you don't you're not gonna you're not gonna take away whatever uh they're trying to portray from what clearly is a stripped down story because yeah. it's very basic it's not it's not a deep story at all no yeah that's the synopsis is what but, it is i mean the sun's yeah, going out it. they're going to literally light a bomb like they call it igniting a star within a star to jump start the sun it does it does suck that you have to kind of uh do that for yourself yeah. it would be nice with some direction but i think if you can, if you have the imagination to pull that out, you can kind of get that. Right. Yeah. I just wish there was more of it. Yeah. You know, more of that kind of philosophical side of it. Because I, I thought, originally seeing this, I thought that he, Searle kind of leads up to being like, if he kept going along the path, maybe he would have ended up being like Pinbacker. Mm-hmm. Like, eventually, oh, he starts, like, you can see that he's getting burns all over his face. And what's the deal with that? Because he's just because hanging out in the observation deck, the observation watching, room. Yeah. They don't talk about it, but eventually he's, it's, it's he, he's having burns, you right. know? Yeah. And you see him going that way. And, and when and when Kaneda dies, Kaneda's about to die, and they're all like, oh my god. And he's like, what do you see? Right. Like, what do you see? That part is sick. Like, yeah, that part's cool. And he needs to know, because he's seeing God. Right. You know? Right. And then in, and when they the leave, right. when they leave the Icarus 1... You know what is the first thing that he does? He goes to the observation room, right. and it's fully open, unshielded. Yeah, yeah. And so he really does then transform after mm. that. Oh yeah, and that's where I guess he dies, right? In there, I don't know. Oh, well, yeah, the ship does blow up, but I mean, for those couple moments, does he not become the same thing that that, that Pinbacker did? Pinbacker is. So can I can I ask like what the and. I know it's kind of spoilery. Obviously, everyone knows that listens to this podcast. Our feature yeah, reviews yeah. always feature spoilers. Um, Pinbacker is the the monster, so to speak, at the end of the movie that kind of yes. appears, and he's this burn. He looks like he's covered in burns, but the the camera does this 
kind of weird uh, visual distortion things where you can't quite get a good view. I, I like that a lot. I like that a lot, too. But so who the hell is Spinbacker? So he was the captain of the Icarus One. Okay, that, okay yeah, that's what I thought. And he started to experience the same kind of thing. Right, because they, the, they, they showed the video of him, and he's yeah. the one that kind of talk, that has a very brief monologue about me, I've met with God. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so he's just been hanging out in the observation deck getting hella burned? Yeah, he, yeah. just wondering, he thinks he should be the last human to okay. exist. Okay. Oh, I, I don't even think you he know. thinks that he should be the last human. Is that he's the prophet? Yeah, right. Of, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then, and the whole thing about dust. How he loves to talk about dust. Loves and dust, baby. We're all dust. But you yeah. know, the other thing is, is how is it that only he survived, and the rest of the crew, right, are all dead in front of the in the observation? Because I think he probably put them in there, like, but or he converted them because the way they are spread out, among they're all there, hugging each other. Yeah, it kind of seems like. But how has he survived? I don't know. Yeah, that's 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 the question. How because he, I don't think he was in there when he did that. I think he faith, maybe killed them. But was it his faith in maybe. God that saved him, or was maybe, it was yeah. it actually? That's one of the few unanswered questions that really kind of breaks it. Yeah, maybe. Um, but what also what I really like about this movie it's uh it's consistent moral dilemmas, mm-hmm. like every ten minutes, like whether or not to. Uh, to, you know, to go to to Icarus One, right? You know, who's gonna go out on the ship? Who's gonna like who? Who is gonna go back to the Curse Two when the right. the thing breaks? And I really like how and they break they that, that whole conversation. Is great, yeah, yeah. The way that they address the logic. It, it's no, there isn't one character who's like it, that. They're human beings that might be alive, and then they're but we've got to save the Earth. Like that really wasn't in it. It was a very just practical discussion. Yeah. Like what did he say? He's like no, when he goes, we'll vote on, it. and he goes, no, we're not gonna vote on it. We're scientists. We're gonna go with the most plausible response or whatever yeah, however yeah. he two phrased. payloads two chances that's, right yeah, that's yeah. like yeah that's key. so they right it's very logical i i like all that the way that all that is broken down is cool and, and it's, it's fun to watch it's it's not just like cliche kind of space movie shit what really breaks is the guy who becomes captain after canada dies right because he flips he out breaks, and right, he totally. doesn't he's like I, I should be the one i should be the one to go back i'll send right i'll send him back for you yeah oh you mean the guy that looks like ross Yes. Yes. Absolutely. He looked like a lot of people. I couldn't yeah. figure out who the hell that guy was. I totally did not put Captain America. I totally forgot about. Oh that. yeah, Chris I Evans. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Who's good in this? He's, uh, uh, he's very awesome. Good. Very comes like at first you just kind of think that his character is just like the douche. He just doesn't care. But it comes across that he's like just tactical and there has this has these strategies and he's just like you know he's just constantly he's he's got this like military background or whatever. I, did you guys read that like? The one I don't know if it was the writer Alex Garland or somebody else involved gave all the crew all the cast members backstories to their characters and That's had them exactly study what that. I was going to look up right now. Yeah, they and, um, but they, they, it's not really addressed in the movie. But they all had like very detailed like manuscripts that, that depicted their who they are as a character and their backstory and, and stuff that, that's just good character development though you don't have to see all that it's true it's, it, yeah totally. it definitely helps i don't like, think you need you need to see because the characters are good they right. are like compelling good characters you know in the movie because the plant lady you you get to know in the thing they basically say like you care more about plants than anyone else in your crew right you know mace was chris evans character he's in love with uh rose Burns character right like i didn't know that while watching the movie uh, until no. i like read that yeah and you Kat, really don't Kat, get that and she had and like an abortion in order to come right like on the ship like she terminated her kid in order to get on the crew did yeah. not know like that. yeah yeah right yeah no that's yeah. all that's right. all just yeah, yeah. shit that they're in their backstories that's not depicted and kappa has been obsessed with the icarus like he's the only one he's right. like the outsider right on this whole project oh no he's he's obsessed with the mission obsessed with, yeah. With, yeah 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 
Well, it's cool. I think I think that's a very cool thing for them to do. Yeah, no, it, it was. And yeah, I mean, it's you know, Danny Boyle. He yeah. he knows what he's doing. And and whatever crew he had, but that that small of a budget for those visuals. Yeah, like, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's and it is CGI heavy. Like it really yeah. is. But it's I, I think the backdrop of space really helps the black, totally. But it is the lighting. It's great. All those images of the sun that they see in the observation deck is so cool. I mean, that's, yeah, for 2007 on like a, like not a big budget at all. Mm. This movie probably, yeah, would have looked um, great in theaters. You know, I, I thought that about like this and Event Horizon that kind of like remind me of Interstellar a little bit. Oh, yeah. And something I'm really glad that I saw that like in, in IMAX. Hello. Yeah. Just to get the kind of scope, you know, it's kind of, that's one of the most important things with making like an effective movie in space, right? It's like getting that scope, feeling how like minuscule. You know, like in like 2001 and shit like that. Yeah, How yeah. minuscule well, you space, are. Everything just goes wrong and there's like such little you can do. <laughs> right. Know? And just and just how with the, the, yeah. sco- the scale of like a ship going by a planet. It's like it even in Star Wars, you never really get a feel for scope or scale. But in this, True. you really did, you know. Sun- Sunshine is still my uh, new TV scale. So I'll, I'll put it on like on Blu-ray now on the new TV mm. and just see how it looks. Hell yeah! And, How, and that do you watch it on Blu-ray? Oh yeah, nice. Uh, so I have uh, I've had two, two, three, three new TVs since it came out on Blu-ray, and my latest one is like uh, 4K, really oh, nice, cool. 55 inch LG TV, and it is yeah. glorious. Damn, that makes me want to get a new TV. You should. I watched this on my phone. No, just kidding. <laughs> I didn't watch it on my TV. Also, I think in this movie there were no real uh, throwaway kills either. I think everyone, yeah. no, everyone had mattered. a death that kind of really suited them. Yeah, which I enjoyed very much. Yeah, and you, you know. felt the impact too. Yeah, like, among the crew as well. Although, the qu- so what, I got a question for you guys. Do you guys think so? Benedict Wong's character—he's the one. The one kind of I, I guess plot hole. I, I don't know. I, I tend to not really um, nitpick sci-fi movies. Who's Benedict Wong? Is that I'm not a Fineta or uh, um, Trey? Trey. He okay. was, yeah. So Trey was the one who made like the mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, why? Why does this guy make a making a mistake that's going to cost the whole crew their lives when they're like being run, their ship is being run by like a computer system that, like you know, in, incredibly intelligent, like impossibly intelligent? And this guy like, oh, whoops, I made this mistake, and now we're all going to get burned. I guess so, but 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 it's because they were overriding. Right. They override. Yeah. Right, you're right. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean. And that, like, it was that. set to go within certain parameters, but they're fucking with that by going to the aggressor. He did. Okay. Yeah, because yep. they had to rotate yeah. the ship in such a way that, that they lost two of the the towers. Right. And that's what caused the fire. Yeah. And then that whole thing set off a chain of, chain of reaction of events that led to other things down the line. Okay. So yeah, I guess they over it. So okay. So my question to you guys is: so like the big theme of this movie is that this character Trey he feels guilt for that, and he feels guilt for the um. Yeah, the fire that kind of sets everything spiraling like out of control and, you know, not doing, failing to do his job or whatever. So they decide at one point that they're going to kill him. So there, there's enough oxygen left for the remaining four people or whatever to, to c- complete the payload, which is delivering the bomb to the, the, the sun. And so they find Trey, um, but he's already killed himself. He's like sitting in this room with his wrist cut. So there was one question I read that was asked that was like, did he kill himself or did was Pinbacker on the ship the whole time and like killed him and made it look like suicide? I think Pinbacker was on there, but I don't think he killed him. I yeah. think Trey killed himself. I yeah, mean, I, 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 I agree. I'm of the same. I, I think that scene, like it, it served, uh, it served to show that there were two scalpels missing. Right. You right. know, one that Trey took, yeah, and one that Pinbacker took. Right. You know. Uh, but no, and that was another great moral dilemma that they go through too. Deciding right if that they're gonna kill Trey, 
because yeah. they need the enough enough oxygen in order to yeah. make it, which is wild. Yep. So the only other thing that that all of this brings up the payload. So how is a cube that's maybe essentially a quarter mile squared of of heavy elements supposed to keep the sun going? That's there's I read something like the the physics of they did like conspire with the physicists they like and it's like Interstellar you know I mean right. they, they it's based off principles but then they obviously it's a movie a fiction movie then so they go off the rails a bit with it but it was something that was meant to be like that explosion was supposed to i don't fucking know <laughs> like, i'm gonna try to fucking explain it i mean i don't know who's gonna reignite the sun that's the idea right. oh so so it's, it's burning itself out it needs to be relit which is right kind of weird They're like it's making a, a star universe. inside of a star so it's just a mega mega atom bomb basically. yeah something like that yeah because they changed like the ideas like originally the movie was gonna be it wasn't gonna be like a fission bomb it was gonna be an atom bomb but i mean if if a sun theoretically were to burn out it would keep getting hotter actually and, and not get colder right and bigger. bigger right it wouldn't get like you couldn't keep getting closer to it because because it, it's getting colder so that radiation shield must have been amazing yes yeah, so the radiation shield yeah. was was top notch so yeah you know it's like little things like that it's like whatever i you, I, I i bought it you know you can, i was never like no way you can nitpick it all day but yeah like, you know but same with interstellar and i hate when people nitpick that shit oh man it's a good movie i love interstellar yeah. i don't like when people nitpick it yeah get, oh, yeah. get out of my face <laughs> is is there uh is there anything else you want to say about the old sunshine um no i think that's we uh i love that movie yeah it's cool it's good i think we Cl- all like closing it. arguments um good you know i think yeah like you know just like i said i think if the ending was a little bit less jumbled and kind of they really built to the fact that there is going to be like this monster thing at the end i love the whole i love the, the the end of the third act when the the bomb is go the payload's going down oh, to the sun and all the gravity awesome. is like changing and the cube is turning around all that shit that was that was really cool i mean the visuals are great i think if anybody other than danny boyle did this like a normal hollywood director would have sucked he would have just yeah. taken the the plot at face value and but Danny Boyle, like we talked about the moral dilemmas and all like the the emotions and shit that Danny Boyle like injects into it or why the movie's good. Hell yeah. Rating? Um, I would probably give it like a seven. Seven? Okay. Yeah. Nice. Seven, 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 seven and a half, maybe. Yeah. Young Dave? Go like an eight or a nine. Eight or a nine, nine. Nice. Eight point five. Nice. So argument, no uh, uh I I just I think visually it's re- very, very good. And uh, you can say that a uh, about a lot of movies that visually you know it makes the movie but i think the visuals coupled with kind of the realism of it in terms of like the character development and and kind of pushing forward it does make it a uh believable film yeah hell yeah totally yeah i'll probably give it an 8.5 too i really like this movie especially mm. this time watching it and like paying close attention to like i but i, I still really wish they went whole hog with uh like mo- more uh the theme of like totally of, that's what yeah of God that's what I, I wish they did too it would have been know, a lot much higher rating for me than that. Is, it's cool that stuff is very cool in the yeah. movie and i wanted more totally i and, wanted more of it yeah i give it a 7.5 is what i said on and it would have been like an 8 8.5 if they got a little bit deeper rather than just like mentioning it briefly yeah so but it's like it's like you know true to life in that fact where like you never get to say everything that you want it's to true say. and so subtle, something to be said for yeah. subtlety yeah mm-hmm Anyway, any director's cut someday. It's shite being Scottish. Yeah. Train spotting. Is Danny Boyle <laughs> Scottish? Um, actually, yeah, I think he is. I mean, he directed Train Spotting, which is a very Scottish movie. 
I um and Transpong Two is coming out, which I'm really excited oh, for. Oh my god! I lived in Scotland as a kid. My dad lived in Scotland for a long time and kind of raised me on that movie. It's an I love Transpong. Very big fan. I'm really excited for the second one. Oh yeah! So let's get on to shit. second pure shit. Yeah, right, uh, EH Event Horizon, baby. Ugh. Bam. <laughs> Like endless rain into a paper cup They slither wildly as they slip away Across the universe Pools of sorrow, waves of joy Are drifting through my opened mind Possessing and caressing me All right, Event Horizon, 1997. Rated R, running at an hour, 36 minutes. Uh, this was directed by Paul W.S. Anderson, who we have talked about on the podcast before. He did Alien vs. Predator. He did Mortal Kombat in 95. Um, what else did is Paul Anderson known for? All the Resident Evils. All the Resident Evil movies, yep. Uh, he did Death Race. Um, and Manchester by the Sea. Okay, that's the new one? No, it's not. I lied. That's funny. Good one. Thank you. I'm glad that you're still making joke. jokes. That was my joke. I tried. That's like literally it. They're really... All the Resident Evils, that's half of his filmography. Yeah, because he, he's married to... Uh, what's her face? The the lady, Mila Jovanovic. Oh, Mila Djokovic? Mm-hmm. He's married to her? Mm-hmm. Good for him. They're married and they uh, just make Resident Evils together for the rest of their lives. It's so weird. Which is great. I don't understand why so many people go to see those movies consistently. I've never seen them. I'm good on that. Um, uh, yeah, don't bother. So it's written by Philip Eisner, and the cast is like surprisingly good for this movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Lawrence Fishburne, Captain Miller, Sam Neill as Dr. Weir, Kathleen Quinlan, uh, Jolie Richardson, Richard T. Jones, Jack Noseworthy, Jason Isaacs, Sean Pertwee, and um, I mean it's, it's a big pack, big don't, cast. Very don't good. sleep on the Pertwee. No, absolutely not. Oh, that guy—he was in Dog Soldiers. Was he? <laughs> Hell yeah, dude, <laughs> he was. It's fucking awesome, dude. I know everyone in Dog Soldiers. You're right. <laughs> yeah, Equilibrium yeah. Dog Soldiers. Oh, he was in Equilibrium. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Nice. I really like that movie. Hell yeah. Uh, so Event Horizon. Man. The, uh, apparently they took this movie off of Netflix two days ago. <laughs> it's on Hulu, man. It's on Hulu. It's on oh, Hulu. Man, That's why I watched Hulu. it. Because I demand to on Because I watched it. Files. Yeah, two days ago I started watching it on Netflix. Oh, you couldn't finish it. And then I went to watch it today, and it was gone. <laughs> that's crazy yeah because i watched it on netflix over the summer too and that's why i was like oh i'll watch it on there again but yeah it's not there well i I, I started to finish it i didn't finish it but i mean i watched this movie a couple times already oh they all make it out they're all good they go to heaven at the end they go to heaven yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's great Uh (laughs) spoiler alert everyone's fine at the end of a can i can i just say what the the intro music to that movie yeah talk about the intro music then i want to talk about the intro visuals Oh my god! Just like so, like let's let's like this is like this guy saw like the director saw hackers and was just like Hell I want yeah. I want rave music in my movie. Yeah, I don't care if it has anything to do with this this movie. I got I got words, but like 
<laughs> like I can go on. I can just rant the whole movie. Well, he well, hired a, he hired a techno band. He hired to a techno. Yeah, but it is it is like I want to have the hackers music in my movie because it's totally the hackers. Music. It's well, very like Resident Evil too. I have yeah. actually seen the first Resident well, I mean, Evil. Don't they have all that shit in there? Mortal Kombat and how much right attention did that techno soundtrack? The get Mortal Kombat soundtrack. I mean, it crushed. crushed, dude. The Mortal yeah. Kombat yeah. soundtrack is way better. So many. It's yeah. way better. It's dude. way better than Event Horizon soundtrack. Way better. But still trying to push that shitty like Juno reactor yeah. style. Like, but this is like bullshit, this is like dude. House had a baby with like weird ass. Like Amen, break shit. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, but the the score otherwise than that is cool. Actually, it's, it's like very, very tradition, very yeah. semantic, very traditional horror movie haunted house score. High end strings, very kind of yeah. Bernard Herrmann. They cool. do a jump scare like in the first thirty seconds in the film with, oh, yeah. with like a with a high string, right? And yep. and you're like, okay, classic horror movie, but not at all. Every time they get into like a li- a room with flashlights, and like. Just implying violence, implying doom all over the place in this movie. <laughs> okay, because you got you got to talk about the credit scene because that first scene after it, I, I have to say something. Uh, did so, we say what this oh, movie is about? So, I mean, the, <laughs> space hell. It's, it's, it's about space. It's hell. about space hell. space hell. That's what it, I'm gonna call the pocket that episode. Space yeah, hell. space hell. Um, the the brief synopsis is a rescue crew investigates a spaceship that disappeared into a black hole and has now returned with someone or something new on board. Someone new, dude. They, they got someone new. The ship's alive. Right. Naked. The ship's someone alive. new. The ship's alive. <laughs> it's a, it sounds like a sort of a romantic comedy, like a romantic comedy tagline. <laughs> someone. New. He was just at. It was just a normal ship till it came back with someone new. <laughs> he was doing horizon. okay, yeah. and then he went to a hell dimension, yeah. <laughs> and now there's someone new. Yeah. <laughs> Fishburne's like, damn it. <laughs> Oh man. Oh man. Okay. Sam Neill's wife character, who's apparently killed herself years before this. Yeah. Like she shows up in, in a lot. On, a lot on the hellship. But like and and but like she's never mentioned before halfway through the film. Yeah. Before you see her getting into the tub naked. I mean there's, there's a lot of shit that just, just comes out of nowhere in this movie. And there really is. There's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Uh when when you first get past the really bad CGI sequence though in the in, intro. Sam Neill wakes up and he's standing in this pod and yeah. then it zooms out from him from the window after the jump scare of the door opening and then it just zooms out but there's like he's in a pod but there's no it's not connected to anything like you don't realize that there's like three pods stacked on each other oh, and right. then no yeah. tubing and nothing connecting anything to anyone how do they get around <laughs> dude it's just like you just, Space, it comes from hell all right, all right. That's hell gravity. It's all hell power. There, there's dude. a there's a lot going on. It's a model too. It's not CGI. Like that's the a model. Ship? The 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 um the space station that he's on. Okay. All of the ships. The Earth and, station. They're all yeah. they're all models. Which, oh, cool. Which I really liked because it definitely had like a Fifth Element vibe to it. Like it looked like it was yeah. the visual art people, the same stuff. But like it is definitely it's models. But how do you get from your living quarters to another pod? Yeah. Do they have ships? I don't mean maybe it's just like so it's like a shining situation where uh you know the way the hotel's constructed doesn't necessarily make sense but maybe that's just a way to uh you know fuck with you as a viewer. Right. Mm-hmm. Well that's so, that the, it's the complexities that Paul W. Anderson is putting <laughs> forward in this film that I don't think you're appreciating Dave. Well, I mean Sam Neill is coming off of the, you know, this is a couple years after Jurassic Park. So It's hot stuff, dude. He, he is hot. I, he is hot stuff. He he could have been the next you know, Pierce Brosnan. 
Well, and what you said about The Shining, that's the, the writer of the movie said he literally pitched it to the studio as The Shining in space. Oh, man. Seems more of like Hellraiser in space. Too. Oh, totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it absolutely yeah. is. It's, it's, it's it like blatantly Hellraiser. rips off Hellraiser in so many. That, that's way yeah. later. It rips off Hellraiser and Alien just all over the place. Even in uh, yeah, Space Odyssey, especially when they do the umbilicus. Yeah. Which is also what they call in. Uh, I don't know if that's actually the real technical term, but that's what they call an alien, too, when they do the thing, the umbilicus. Um, the face hugger? An alien? No, no, like the part of the ship, the ship that, the, that goes out to connect to the dock. Like, uh, dock. When they dock, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that's, that's, that, that whole scene, it's all colored, and it's, they're moving exactly like in Space Odyssey. Yeah, like, yeah. Because I don't of, think you should do that, Dave. Because of Space Odyssey, though, that's become like just a trope in all sides. Yeah, right. It's it's all do same it. with Interstellar. Like, it's the yeah, same yeah. shit. Yeah. Uh, even uh, Red Dwarf does it. Like, everything mm. does yeah. it. Everything does it. Well, they have the same scene in Interstellar where they explain fast and light travel. Exact same where scene. Where they do the folding the paper and putting a pen through it. There's a lot of similar... Like, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Christopher Nolan is, like, a big Event Horizon fan. Because there's tons of similarities. Yeah. Visually, thematically. I mean, McConaughey's, yeah, like you said, the space times scene with the paper through the pen. It's like whenever anyone in a movie is trying to explain, like, time travel, oh, they're like, a... I, it's just scientific. And they're like, well, please explain it to us in layman's terms. She's like, well, if anyone had a pen or a paper, I could. With, with, oh, here we are. With Vanessa. That's her, her name is Vanessa. Right. And, yeah, he puts yeah. it all in her head and then down in her crotch region. And it's, right. Yeah. Oh, Deep. Poor Vanessa. Uh, so <laughs> why is the ship called the Lewis and Clark, the rescue ship? Because wouldn't that be an explanation? Uh, like an exploration vessel. Well, it is an expert. Well, an expert. You know, there they're going. They're going to find search, Event Horizon. Search and well, they don't know that they're search going to find Event Horizon. Uh, That's a thing. Oh yeah, you're right. That's yeah, right. They, have they no get idea until they don't there. know until they're there. Yeah. Okay. So that is the yeah. basic um, synopsis for anyone that hasn't seen Event Horizon. It is. Um, it's a, sh- a crew that is out in deep space, and Sam Neill is the doctor. Um, his name is uh, Doctor Weir. He's been brought aboard because they have found this ship called Event Horizon that disappeared like years ago into it. a black hole. Yeah, and so they found it again, so they're going to just basically investigate it and see what happened and what went wrong. And then, um, yeah, shit, shit goes nuts. I'm glad they, they cast Sam Neill in this movie in the role they did, because like, I feel like at first you just think he is kind of going to be like the nerdy, like good guy. I don't know. I didn't ever really see him being the bad guy coming yeah. until no. it's really going down. That's what you my dad what I mean? used to say. He's like, I, my dad, like, I watched this with my dad when I was a kid, and he would, like, cover my eyes during certain parts, notab- oh, notab- notably, well, no, not, not, I mean, maybe that, too, but, like, most notably the guy that was just ripped open and his entrails are, um, he's hanging by hooks. My favorite scene. That was it's pretty beautiful. good. That was my pretty dad good. would cover my eyes awesome. in front of that, but then when I'd ask him about Brent Horizon, he would say he didn't like it because he couldn't buy Sam Neill as a bad guy. I I I like it because of that, you know, because you don't expect it. Because he a becomes sleeper. a bad he's a guy, nerd, yeah. you know, he's a yeah. nerd. Well, if you, if you go yeah. and you look back from the very end, you know, he was the bad guy the whole time. Yeah, it had been the ship had been calling to him from the beginning, right? So he he had been, I mean, I guess tainted by chaos the whole time, right? And that's you look at it that way, then you can buy him as a bad guy. But and then and then I mean later in his later work, like I think maybe because of Event Horizon, he was cast as that that really crazy uh irish police officer in peaky blinders oh <laughs> like, also uh, the rapist uh, yeah. have you ever watched uh in the mouth of madness yes he's kind of yes. uh an asshole night too I, a little bit. I don't get it like how did he go from well i guess in dress park he hated children so he's also a bad guy i think <laughs> in uh what is it the tutors i think he plays a corrupt cardinal of sorts. oh yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so he's just he's just yeah. so he's, he he's the unconvincing bad guy yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just that that's his thing all right yeah i get that <laughs> it's a nerdy bad guy nerdy bad guy can yeah. okay so lawrence fishburne as the captain in that chair 
That chair, that chair pissed me off. That's yeah, my that, that looks like the most impractical, <laughs> so impractical that chair space chair. So, so let's say, let's say uh, so the direction is, okay, Lawrence, you got to use this chair. We spent a lot of money on this chair. So if someone is talking to you, you have to physically turn the chair. You can't turn your head. And so he turns the chair and then it's rocking back and forth. And then he's looking over at like someone's talking from behind him. And he's like, he like cocks his head slightly and then talks and then turns the chair around. He's not allowed to turn his head in that tiny yeah. little, like he looks. It's so horrible to look at. It's so, it's it so bad. And it when they're like going so through the much. turbulence, the, the chair yeah, is just like <laughs> waving like in the wind. It's just going crazy. Yeah. Oh. oh my God. But get, also, get a new chair. the one thing that bothered me, it was also the gum chewing in the beginning. Who's chewing? Uh, the pilot. What's his name? Uh, Sean Pertwee. Yes. So he's chewing, he's chewing gum <laughs> the whole time. There's also a can of Coke next to the console that when they wake up is also unopened and still there. And that must have gone bad. Oh, I know you're talking. I remember that can of Coke. Yeah. I, I noticed you're, that. Yeah. You're still going to get your, your advertising but, <laughs> but you couldn't tell it was a can of Coke. It was just like a little bit of red in a can. But he was chewing mm. gum like the whole time. It's like, was he chewing gum when he went to sleep and then woke up and still had the same gum in his mouth? Like 60 hmm. days later, 50 days uh, You got a limited supply later? of gum. And I took a nap today with a, in a car with a piece of gum and I woke up and now I continued to you chew. You are it. a pig, dude. That's, that's disgusting. That's dangerous. I wasn't driving. That's just dangerous. You shouldn't. You shouldn't have drove after that. <laughs> I wasn't driving when I was asleep I either. up, man. It was, man. Yeah, it's fine. I'm okay. I've still got the piece of gum. You guys haven't heard me chewing it? No. Well, You're that's pig, because dude. I'm hurting kid at it. You're, that'll make you sick, man. <laughs> that'll make you choke and die. Um, we're, we're worried about your... They were really proud of the CGI in this movie. They were ready oh, to showcase... God. It's you know what's the year? What is it? What's the 97? year here? Ninety seven. You know what fucking came it's out? Nineteen ninety seven. Dude, Independence well, Day had much better. Oh, are you talking about what year is it set in? Or no, oh, well, no. no the year they come out. Uh, set in like ten years before Sunshine. Uh, yeah, it's set, it's set ten years before Sunshine. Nice. And the fucking technology is just way beyond Sunshine. Hey, yeah. I think the CGI is pretty fucking good in this movie. Honestly, the, uh, the well, I, the I, only I, thing that they could I, do was I like water. The they could do water. Like, that that's was what the they best wanted. They wanted the, 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 um, the coolant. The coolant. coolant everywhere. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's look at this coolant. I'm Mouse from the Matrix. Well, and then the, and the black, the <laughs> black goo, the black goo through the portal to hell. That was also CGI. Oh right. yeah, hell yeah. Um, How come everyone's smoking cigarettes on the ship too? If we're talking about things uh, they're doing on the ship. I mean, that's that's definitely a throwback to like the 70s sci-fi stuff, like like Alien, even where they're all True. smoking. Yeah. Blade Runner, all, they're all smoking all the time. Yeah, the good old days. Yeah, you, you weren't banned from smoking on film. That's that's. The but big it just thing. doesn't seem like it's a, it's a safe space. Like when they like the they're it. just walking around in a spaceship smoking cigarettes. Yeah, it's got well, small terror. They're probably already going to die from radiation exposure, so they're probably just like mm-hmm. fuck it, let's do it. I think mm-hmm. that's probably the big thing. Or maybe it, it like so far in the hmm. future it came back again that cigarettes are good for you. Cigs are bad. Cigs are good. Nine out of ten doctors recommend camels. Yeah, kind yeah. Of thing. yeah, yeah. If you're pregnant. Yeah, smoke, smoke, smoke ten packs a day, please. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm done with that. Uh, this movie is I I don't dislike this movie. I think it's a piece of shit. I think this. I I, I mean like I think it's a piece of shit in like a good way. Like yeah. this movie is so iconic. Like this movie influenced tons of stuff i think oh it definitely it, did. it really but did maybe not in the best way like mm. imagine the game dead space without right no absolutely, without absolutely. dead space took no. a lot from it and you know? then even sunshine too i bet so, it did you know I, yeah like the long corridors and all that well, yeah, yeah. there uh, there's a a lot of in like similarities between event horizon and sunshine like on the yeah. basic you know what i mean if like and just to come, rattle up a couple uh, w- one 
they're finding God in space. The other ones are finding the devil. Right, exactly. But they're both, I mean, it's kind of the classic, like, they're they're both investigating a a ship that something mysterious has happened to it, and they're trying to find out what happened to the crew. Both ships are very phallic, and they have this giant long section in the middle of them. You know, they yeah, both maybe, have a lot maybe of coolant. No, maybe no they sunshine. They do have a lot of coolant. What is with all the coolant? They, they also both <laughs> maybe cruise, no sunshine with both no cruise, horizon. You know? Yeah, I mean, probably not. Both crews discover uh, logs that they have to unscramble and, and view. Right. Uh, classic. Whereas the, the that's a classic. So the Event Horizons captain though just sounds like he's a, a commentator in a fifties like education film, <laughs> and uh, the 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 captain of the Icarus Liberate sounds May. <laughs> Doesn't say she liberate me. Where we're going, we don't need eyes. Need me's. (laughs) (laughs) The 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 captain of the Icarus One kind of just talks about God. Yeah, and and so yeah, save me from save me from hell, and you know I found God. So yeah, Yeah. there's a polarity to it. Polaris, Polaris. They both totally have that whole scene where they like find fucked up video footage of whatever happened before. So let's talk a little bit about the blood orgy scene, Brandon. I'm sure you like that part. Oh, dude, yeah. So that was supposed to be way longer. Yeah, like this, like they had to cut out, like, oh, sorry, burpin. They cut out 30 minutes of this movie. Yeah, (laughs) which sucks because uh, apparently that's okay. Apparently, there's one VHS version. That they found of like of all the of like the original cut, but the rest of it is like they they can't release it because most of it's like destroyed. Or did they find? Did they like, ever in that but, version mention the fact that there's a bunch of like splayed out dead human beings behind them on the bridge that they never address? You know. didn't notice all the all the gory That's from the blood orgy. The blood orgy yeah. is really crazy. Oh, from the blood there's orgy, people. Yeah. There's like people like sodomizing each other with iron pipes and yeah. sticking each other in their. Fingers I mean, all it's, holes, it seemed like, like in all these edited or the, awesome. the 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 extended versions of it seems like all, all they really cut out was just every weird graphic cutscene of like something fucked up happening. It just seems like all those scenes were longer. I don't think you necessarily need it. I think like you kind of get with the, the really weird fucking creepy like images of intense violence and gore and blood orgies that it flashes you it kind of gives you enough i really don't need it to like lingering shots no, I agree. i'm sure you I would agree. like that Brian, i think Brandon, i think more. It, like intense pipe like, violence and gore lends itself especially to like uh what's supposed to be a hellscape well you, you don't think there's enough I mean? of that in the movie uh, it could be a little more wow i think you know? i think it like, gives for, you... for what they want to do okay. you know i feel like it could have had more like longer blood orgy like i guess i cut a little from the scene my favorite scene <laughs> where they longer. where they cut the guy open and i'm a blood angel and right. like his organs everywhere. I thought that was awesome. I like yeah. that. Was I the like scene my the dad aspect. wouldn't let me watch. Oh, yeah. I like the aspect of kind of giving you a hint, but like making you think for yourself yeah. what, what's going on. I, I think agree, that's yeah. that's pretty. Uh, they do a good job with that. I'll give it that. The best part, my favorite line of the whole movie is after they watch the blood or out of everything that's been going on, people have been dying. There's been all this fucked up shit, but they watch that that clip of the blood orgy that happened on the ship and yeah, Fishburne just goes it. we're leaving Sam Neill goes there's like, nothing going on it's fine let's stay yeah. let's figure it out and how is he in denial this bad the whole yeah. time because <laughs> he's a man he's literally says line Fuck this ship. Fuck yeah. This ship. <laughs> Fuck this ship. I'm like, yes, dude. Yeah. Like when they're trying to, f- I, when- I'm such a, I get such a boner for uh, great logic like that. Right. He's like, oh yeah, no, we're leaving. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, at one point, yeah, like they're trying to talk about what, when they're trying to really f- think of like, they're all kind of seeing weird ghosts from their past and crazy little shits running around the fucking 
ship and they're and they're like you know they're trying to figure out what's going on the, and the captain just goes i can tell you that this ship is fucked <laughs> and sam is like well thanks for the scientific analysis it's like well it's, he's right it's to the point he's got a yeah. point yeah dude lawrence has his finger on the pulse right away he's like nope yeah oh they all like the whole crew yeah. the whole crew is like fuck this place i don't want to be here let's go sam neil's like no no this no, is it's not, it's you're nice. obviously crazy yeah like we're all sane I'm here a scientist like shut up it's yeah. a nice ship but he is yeah. he's literally telling yeah. them to shut up and and not go near the core and then he wants to go near the core and say oh it's fine you're all fine stop it you guys are being crazy and then he cl- climbs down that hallway of carbon boards that is just it's just like motherboards from a computer. And my whole thought the whole time was, I really hope that he washed his hands after he crawled through that because mm. all of that lead solder oh, on man. all of those computer boards. This, this is, you know, uh, I mean, later. Yeah. Lead poisoning, man. Lead poisoning. You don't, don't eat that shit. It's bad. Well, but he I goes mean, to hell I mean, anyway in a black hole. So. He's beyond that. He's a... Uh... But uh, there's certain things that would take me out of the movie, especially that where like you could see the walls shaking as he was crawling down the hallway. It was just like not steady. Not steady. Not steady no. set. <laughs> oh, man. They could have like glued it to plywood panels or something. But I think that green glow would have. I don't know. There, there's, there's, there's a lot of parts of that movie that really take me out of it. Budget for this was $60 million. Damn. I also hate, in all movies, what I hate is uh, pure evil. I hate that. That term? Yeah. Just be like, it went yeah. somewhere. I agree. We didn't expect to a realm of pure evil. Yeah. Like, what the fuck does that mean? I know, because he says <laughs> another word, too. He's like, it's been some... It, the, 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 so Sam Neill says, like, the ship's gone somewhere to another dimension, and it's come back alive. He goes, it's gone somewhere, like, somewhere, a, place, a dimension of chaos, of pure evil. And it's yeah. like, that is, what the fuck? Yeah, dude. yeah. No, that's lame. Not very like descriptive. Yeah. Just, get, a, get a thesaurus, Sam yeah. Neill. There just isn't a proper word that the masses can understand that is the... Anti- hell! Is the, the, the whole point is that other, I thought yeah. that the other the dimension it goes to is supposed to represent hell. hell but the, don't they want, they want it to be something other than hell. I think they wanted it to space be hell. worse than hell. Ding. Yeah, so a space hell. So like uh, Doom's Doom's dimension. Yeah. Which is also the hell, hell dimension. But you know, they wanted it to be something more. I think they really wanted to make a franchise out of it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that was the the budget was what did I say? It was uh, sixty million. It it grossed uh, twenty six million. Oh. Oh, so this failed too. Yeah. Wow. Damn. Wow. Pretty bad. I do like the ship design. Ship ships. Uh, so the yeah, phallic, the phallic bird of prey with yeah. the mm-hmm. like kind of clunky fifth element school bus that went to it. Yeah. 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 It's iconic. And like the, I love. I'm just even looking at like if you look at the, uh, just the poster. It's cool. It's a cool ship to look at. I love oh, yeah. the. Um, I've always loved that shot when they first like get through all the turbulence and the clouds and they see the Boom. ship. Yeah, and you just see the the sign lit up with those like creepy old like bulbs almost like in space. It looks like an old marquee in a carnival or a freak show or something like that. Wait, so, uh, so what does he want? Who? Sam Neil. Sam Neil. He wants his ship back. Yeah. That's his ship. He made it. Yeah, but he just wants to hang out there. He well, just wants to he wants to be. There. I think he's could be. He um, gains a connection with the ship when the ship comes back from the dimension and is quote unquote alive. I think he forms like a connection with the it's, ship. It's calling him. Yeah, but I'm saying, the but ship what does is he want to do? Down. Like once he's on the ship, I don't think I understand. Head back to hell. He wants <laughs> either ticket. head oh, to ticket. hell. He wants to go back to that dimension and live, or there. bring hell to our dimension. Okay, mm. I think maybe maybe it's calling him so that it can become a gateway to like maybe come to Earth and just open up. But see, that's cool. They never fucking allude no. to that in any way either. Because no. at one point, like when it's just Sam Neill versus Lawrence Fishburne, like the final showdown, 
He's like, I'm, we're going back. And Fishburne's like, I know, to hell, until I hit you with this pole. Oh, I can't, because you're immortal now. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's got the hell power, man. He's got hell power. Yeah, the, well, the hell razor power. I mean, yeah. Yeah, they redesigned, I guess, the uh, the drive, the old hell drive. They, they It was originally supposed to be like a black hole, but after they saw Hellraiser, they re- he redesigned it. It's like, they, I want to make it more like the Lament configuration. They said, they said it's a black hole, like, yeah. over and over and over. How did the, like how did they pull the dude out? <laughs> we had a leash. Yeah, well, yeah right, right, no, but for, they pulled out a little, little bear. Then he floated right. out. He didn't. He right. Didn't, yeah. Right. Is that what they call him? Baby bear. Baby yeah. bear. Baby Mama bear. bear and baby bear. That's, yeah. yeah. Boy, I don't like that. That's a whole another <laughs> dynamic. That, I mean, that's that's when character backgrounds should have been. You know. Right. You know what's crazy though? What you were saying, like that's what they the original design was. I mean, that's basically Sphere. You know, yeah, it is. But yeah, Sphere yeah. came out the next year in 1998. So someone said, this movie's shit, let's make this movie. Right. And Sphere wasn't very good either. Sphere wasn't very good either, but it's still, yeah, it's got, it's got a lot of the same tones. I mean, Sphere, I enjoy Sphere, like, because the, the process of it, like, the, the experience of the movie, I like. Mm. And then at the end, it's, it's disappointing every time, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not going to just uh, one day watch it and be like, oh, nice, I really like Sphere now. But Sphere is still cool. Yeah. I still think it's a cool movie. Not good, but it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like this. That's water hell. Mm-hmm. So, so space hell though. So, yeah. There's a lot of a lot of themes that I think are borrowed from other, uh, like kind of other universes mm-hmm. in it. So, space hell borrows from you know uh, ancient human history, like kind of, and even like Hellboy. And Hellboy was around as a as a comic at that time. Mm. Like you're talking about like chaos. They mentioned chaos like six or seven times yep. in the movie, and it's all. So like, and then from that, you're talking about other expanded universes and like they wanted to make this very deep movie, but had a Hollywood producer going, no, right. I think if they had had more freedom in the, it would have been a much better film. Yeah. Because they would have been able to kind of expand on that deeper stuff. And Do you with, think Paul, Paul W.S. Anderson was actually trying to get it deep with it? I mean, he's kind of an idiot. I think it's probably like, more the, the writing, the yeah. writing staff. Yeah. Right. I doubt Paul has any. I think yeah, he he was uh, the one that would. I mean, was, was there ever another director for this film, or was it just him? I think it was just him. It was written by Philip Eisner. So he's an Eisner. Is he probably related to Will Eisner? Um, sure, I would hope so. That would be great. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that it doesn't. He hasn't really written much. He's written Event Horizon, Firestarter Two, Rekindled. Oh Jesus! Uh, and Mutant Chronicles. This guy hasn't Mutant done Chronicles. Mutant Chronicles. I don't know what that is. Oh, that movie was great. It was like shit bad like this, but better. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this looks terrible. Wow. Um, Ron Perlman. Yeah, yeah. Ron Perlman's in it, and that makes it a great movie. Hell yeah. Hmm. All right. Is there anything else we have to say, or you guys want to wrap it up? Um. Yeah. I think that's. Uh, I think we, we've, I just, uh, we've crossed the event horizon. Raise on. hell, dude. Raise hell. <laughs> it feels like there's a black hole in my stomach right now. Uh, <laughs> is that because you got to poop? Yeah, yeah, uh, I do have to poop. So, go ahead. We'll uh, l- let's we'll, close this with a live session. Yeah, with live poo session. Yeah, yeah. I'll just. Uh, all right. So let me just. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Trial. Just hold on. Here he goes. Oh God. Oh. No, he's not feeling well. Okay. Right. No, that's all I got. All done? Yeah. Okay. Let's... I papooed. All right, we'll leave that here for Spectral Jeff to address. Yeah, it's all it's ectoplasm. Yeah. 
It's human ectoplasm. Human ectoplasm, baby. All right, so we want to do final thoughts and ratings. Yeah. Yeah. Dave, you want to go first? Yes, I give this movie a four. Wow. Uh, visually, it's there's a lot of things that take me away from it, including the very dated CGI, and uh, and then a lot of just just plot holes, plot holes everywhere. Man, mm. it's, just, it's really hard to follow a story that just jumps you to like, oh, why does this dude want to kill himself now? Because he's seen hell, but like, why is he awake? Right. We didn't even get into that, but like when when Baby Bear wakes up because they they're like near the ship or like they're going near the core again, they didn't explain why like what that relationship was. Why he woke up? Why again. why it like did it like scare him awake or what what is why he's connected to it? Oh, when he, he clearly when he got his like his wits back about right, him? but oh, he's like okay. clearly connected to it. It's possessing him in some way, mm. but they don't explain that any more than like after the fact. Like oh, he's connected to it because this. Just because he is, because yeah, it wants him to feel the uh, the horror that he's about to die. Well, no, because because when he's evil. in the when he's in the airlock and not not at all, he's not at all aware that he's in the airlock until it cuts off whatever connection. So it's not. Oh, I guess it's true. There really is no explanation for the, like things like that. Really, yeah. just jar me out of kind of the getting into it too much. What kind mm-hmm. of bear would I be? You'd be a papa bear. I'm a papa bear. You'd be a little sick bear. I'm gonna be a sick, uh, sick. contagion bear. Oh. Yeah, contagion bear. Hell yeah, dude. What's your uh, final thoughts rating? I'm gonna give it six point five. Like this movie, um, it's not the best, but like I don't not enjoy watching it. There are some parts I really like. I love Lawrence Fishburne. Love Sam Neill. Yep. Love the Sean Pertwee. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm. and it really just makes me want to play Dead Space every time I watch mm. it. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys out there have not played Dead Space and like Sunshine and Event Horizon, I would play it because it's it's it, it's as, it makes you feel the exact same way. I, I had a roommate. Visually. We made him bought that game when it came out a few years ago. It's definitely very creepy, very fun. It's an awesome game. It's uh, Dead Dead Space is not like Sunshine though. It's not, but there are some like uh, designs, the uh, ship wise, that are very similar. Mm-hmm. Always, yeah. Uh, the uh, what do you call it? Hydroponics and stuff like that. Sure, all that, all the razzle dazzle. Mm. Sick hydro, yeah. Huh? yeah. So, um, okay, so that's okay. So you give it a, a six point five. Six point five, baby. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, for me, I'm gonna go like with a seven. I'd probably give this because um, I I like this movie, man. I mean, yeah. I've, been, I've been watching this movie since I was a kid. I always like it. Um, and it's you know, I, I I like the concept. I just like the haunted house and space kind of vibe to it. The visuals are cool. I like Sam Neill's character, Lawrence Fishburne. All the characters I like in it. And yeah, I mean, it's stupid and it has plot holes and shit, but it's not really, and I get what you're saying, some of it can pull you out of it a little bit, but for the most part, yeah, it's just kind of like, it's got enough creepy, weird parts, and then just like blatantly funny lines, like, we're leaving. Um, yeah, this movie, I mean, yeah, it's like, you know, it's not as good a movie as Sunshine, but um, I, as a horror movie and for what it is, you know, I, 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 th- I find it very enjoyable. I could throw this on anytime, so. Hell yeah. Especially again tonight, I'm going to go watch it. Yeah, now you're in the mood. You can figure it out. Because now it's, it's on Hulu, Hulu guys. It's yeah, on Hulu. It's not on Netflix, but it's on Hulu. So you guys know. Yeah. My roommate yelled at me for not having commercial free the other day. Oh, I don't. Uh, that's what. But I you know. watch a movie; it's commercial free anyway. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's only the TV shows. Yeah. Amen. That's fine. Love Hulu. But anyway, shout out yeah. Hulu. <laughs> uh, this has been uh my worst performance on a podcast yeah Woo, good job. Uh, thank you very much it's been thank my first guys. performance on a podcast yeah. ever no yeah, oh, hey. hey worse than first <laughs> yeah and also and don't clap for luke again thank you all right yeah it's just fine. another one from no, me also thank you yeah, yeah. oh dave appreciate that you don't have to clap for um what's gonna i think so next episode we're probably gonna do a christmas one 
Is it um, Christmas already? It's getting there, baby. What year is it? Second today, right? Yeah. So, sure uh, so we'll probably do some like Black Christmas. Definitely Black Christmas, and then maybe one other there, movie. There's a lot of Christmas horror movies that I haven't seen that I want to. See. I want to see Silent Day, Night, Deadly Night. Maybe a good one. Black Christmas. Was Black Christmas is talking? amazing. What about Gremlins? Gremlins. Oh yeah, it's a great movie. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Um, Fred Claus. Fred. Ooh, terrifying. Claus. Terrifying. Yeah. 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 There, I don't know. There, there are. Uh, <laughs> There's probably like a hundred Christmas horror movies. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's pick, really well, let's pick some good ones. But we'll find one. We'll do Black Christmas and something else. Silent Night, Deadly Night, please. Is Maybe. Krampus Maybe. good? You guys seen Krampus? It was not. No? I liked Krampus. Yeah? I liked, yeah. I liked the monster designs for the monsters. Yeah, me but too. otherwise, I did not like the movie that much. It shouldn't. If it was R, it would have been cooler. It shouldn't have been PG-13, yeah. but it was entertaining. It's Dead Snow a Christmas movie? Yeah. Uh, is it? Well, I don't it's, know. No? All right, that's Christmas a good one. L- let's do. Why don't we do a snow, snow. um, mo- snow horror movies and then Christmas ones? Curtains is a slash movie that happens cool. in the snow. Yeah, maybe we'll, yes. we'll figure out something like that. We, we can get in the studio twice and we'll do two uh, wintry Christmas podcasts. Yeah, nice. All right, so uh, that's it. Thank you for being here, Young Dave Pappas. Is there anything you want to plug? Uh, I mean, I guess. Yes, I got a Twitch. Got a Twitch that I do with my roommate Paul. Nice. It's called GameOverEncumbered.com. GameOverEncumbered.com. Yeah. Nice. We play video games. Okay. Hell yeah. We got, a, we got a, old, a large catalog of like SNES, PS2, PlayStation 1, Nintendo 64. You do S- NES for games? You guys oh, old school? Yeah. Oh, I thought the Twitch shit was just kind of like computer games. I or can do very it is, it's, you can really do whatever you want as long as you have the hardware to do it. So okay, we that's kind of cool. We have a lot of um, conversion hardware to go to PC. So we have... Interesting. Uh, yeah. I mean, we have... I think we have everything like modern from without in our lifetimes um and then we have like a famicom we have a coleco vision do not have a coleco vision mm. and we do not have an atari jaguar uh we do have a jaguar but really? i don't know if it works oh wow. one of the controllers works i think we can't so we can't do two how players. about just super nintendo yeah we have a we have a snes and a, and a nintendo. can you guys beat super mario world really fast uh we don't do speed runs but that'd be cool if we okay. could okay i might, might I, i've watched that i've watched the speed run of super mario world i'm like okay at games yep. and i don't like to play online games that much but i'll play like a battlefield or something mm. but uh typically it's just like us playing games and kind of talking um and then we like the jackbox games we play those with people on the internet okay um and then we talk about like i'm, I'm gonna do a thing with my friend tim we're gonna watch shit box office movies and talk about those so you know, yeah. like, uh, cool. in the spirit, Gods of Egypt is our first one, which we've started working on. We haven't fully filmed is that it. That, yet. that new movie? That's that new one. And then Independence Day two is the second one. Wow! Nice. So you're just doing shitty movies. We're doing shitty current movies and like huh, trying to cool. talk about them. Um, just, not like how did this get made? Yeah, just like <laughs> Egypt. How how Egypt was filled with white people is a cool thing no, that they show you. Yeah, it's just like watch <laughs> it. It's like we watch Point Break and just went, oh my god. The new, you see the new point break oh, fuck no. oh my god I don't it's, want to. it's miserable it, halfway through the movie they abandon the story like they abandon the plot points <laughs> yeah i'm never gonna watch that yeah, i'm never gonna watch i'm not gonna like, honor i'm not gonna do Catherine bigelow the disservice good, it's a good get drunk and yell at the tv movie though yeah. like an anger watch like, i like doing that sometimes like, especially if you got a bunch anger of people watch, around you man. while you're trying to watch it too and they're asking what's going on you just go i don't fucking know right. i have no idea what's going on now Sit down and watch. We'll find out together. Right. Like that's it's great. What's going on in this movie you're watching? What's uh, going on now? Saw some people snowboarding and then saw someone surfing and then saw someone skydiving. That's awesome. all I know. Cars Mount, too. Mountain Dew. The movie looks so fun. Is, is the character's name in it Johnny Utah? Oh, hell, hell yeah. yeah. Blasphemous. So the one thing, the best part about that movie is that like it wants to be Fast and the Furious. 
Nothing yeah. could be Fast and the Furious. No, no way, dude. That's the best. That shit looks terrible. Hell yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, no problem, thanks for coming man. on, buddy. You got any plugs? Me? Nope. Beamond? Tweeted us at Dead Last Podcast. Yeah. Tweeted come, us. Send us your tweets. Come Tweet. to the, the Bad Bad Show, December 17th. Come to it. It's going to be fucking awesome, dude. I'm going to be keep selling out. It's fantastic. That's awesome, man. Hell yeah. We'll we'll do another um for Drunken Doja Monkey and Friends. The next one's going to be uh, December 21st at Wonder Bar. And nice. so we'll, we should pick a movie for that too, Christmas Absolutely. movie maybe, and we'll do we'll keep doing the live commentary. So anyone in Boston, we've been doing these at this uh, event that I host, Drunken Doja Monkey and Friends. Me and Brandon have been doing Dead Last Podcast live commentary, and it's been really fun. There's like a the bar is there, and there's a, the kitchen is open downstairs. So and then there's music after. It's yeah, come splendid. out, enjoy. Come out and enjoy. Why don't you enjoy? And yeah. that's it. I'm gonna go crap my pants. All right. And thank you very much. Thanks, y'all. Good night. Baby. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Closer. Damn, you're feeling rough, huh, buddy? Don't die. Don't don't die in Steve's studio. Actually, that would be be cool. Next episode, we should say that you died. Yeah. Came back. Ground control to Major Tom Ground control to Major Tom Take your protein pills and put your helmet on Ground control to Major Tom Commencing countdown engines on Two. Check ignition and may God's love be with you This is ground control to Major Tom Okay.